We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What we gonna be talking about today is the 49ers losing, the Cowboys losing, Kansas City losing, and of course, the Eagles winning. Even though it wasn't pretty, we won. So it's gonna be a great podcast today. God, dog, man, I'm happy and unhappy at the same time. I don't know which way to go. You know, it is a Christmas dub. But it's not how I wanted my Christmas to be, really, man. I really wanted to blow these guys out. But, man, it's like, it's it's just deep breath right now, man. I don't know if to be excited or not excited. You know, the only thing I really is truly excited is that I had Christmas. My kids enjoyed Christmas. But the game, I'm a real, I call it spade a spade. We ain't played to the standards even though we got the dub. But, man, I'm just... It's, it's just good still, though, to be in the win column, man. It's still good to be in the win column, man, because the, after these three losses in a row, it was tough. It's great to be in the win column. It's hard to win in this league, but no disrespect to the Giants. We should have probably put up a lot more points. The game should have been that close. You know, no disrespect, Giants. We respect y'all. But, yes, y'all made plays on defense, but, man, look here. <laughs> woo! Woo! Woo, me not playing, sitting on the sideline watching that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, man, this is not it. When playoffs coming up, this is not the way. We got two more games, man, to still try to get this stuff fixed, man, and roll into this playoff because, like I said, when the playoffs come, what you did in the regular season do not matter. So we got to get all this fixed now because if we don't, it's not going to be pretty. Okay, Musa, Musa, I'm Musa, y'all. But I had to get that off my chest, man. I just had to get that off my chest. But you know what? Let's let's just redo this all over. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your boy Big Play Slay here, man. I'm in a great mood, great spirit, man. I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. You know what I'm saying? My kids and family had a wonderful Christmas as well. I had a wonderful Christmas as well, man. So 
Yes, man. I appreciate y'all being here. Make sure y'all subscribe to your boy, man. I appreciate all the subscribers. I appreciate the guys that's watching, that's tuning in. If you're not subscribing, please subscribe, man. I know I'm a great in the audience. I need y'all, and y'all need me. Let's go. Let's do this together, but let's get into this, man. You know, your boy is coming back very soon, man. My knee feeling good, man. Just did a lot of treatment. You know, I can run a little bit better now. I've been doing a lot more getting ready. Uh... It's good right now, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was gonna be a little longer than expected, but I'm moving faster. Like I'm really moving faster, doing good, man. Shout out to the training staff with the Philadelphia Eagles, man. They do a great job in rehabbing me. And I'm getting there, man. Body healing very well. So that's going good. My Christmas was good. All my kids got all the gifts, but guess what? I got four boys and a baby girl. So y'all know who I sport the most. Of course, my daughter. So she got all the amazing gifts. You know, she's one of my favorites. I'm not going, I'm one of like, I'm a guy like Dion. I do have favorite childs. I love them all to death equally. But I do have a favorite and that's my daughter, man. Cause you know what? They say daughters take care of you when you're old. So I know my baby, she go take care of you. My sons, I don't know. They, they're a little suspect sometimes. They, they love on daddy a little bit. Then they just run off. Baby girl, love on me all day. So she got all the good gifts. Of course, I did my boys right because I do love my sons. love them all dearly. They got amazing gifts as well. But I got some of the best news to tell y'all, man. I got an excellent Christmas gift. It's on the way, though. It's not here yet, but it's on the way. So you know Mike Trout is a big Eagles fan. He got some nice seats right there where we come out at in the tunnel. So first, I was like, hey, Mike, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna go get my jersey from inside. Can you sign my game jersey? And then, so I come out got with my game jersey. I say, hey, man, can you sign it for me? He said, you know what, Slate? Better yet, can I have your game jersey? Can you sign it for me? And I'll mail you one of my game jerseys. And I'm like, Hoo -hoo. And if y'all know me, I'm a big Mike Trout fan, like a real big Mike Trout fan. I can't wait. I actually got to shake his hand. We talked and chopped it up for a minute. Like, this is a Hall of Fame, one of the greatest baseball players to ever play this game. And I just got to meet him. You know what I'm saying? I always say, what's up to him on the low, just running by. But this is our first time, like, interacting with each other. And, like, that was big time for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be one of them guys that just love sports. And if you're one of my favorite players, I'm a big supporter. So, like, a guy like him, Mike Trout, Kobe, Paul George, them guys there, and Trey Young. Like, I know the Sixers fans, y'all be mad at me because I love Trey Young. But Trey Young is one of my favorite point guards in the league. So, Paul George is my favorite player in the league. And Kobe, for, of course, is my GOAT. And you know, Mike Trout is my GOAT for baseball. So I got me a Mike Trout jersey on the way. And when I get it, I'm going to share it with y'all. So we're going to experience this love together. So let's get into these hot topics. We got to talk about the 49ers game. It's one of the hottest games that played on Christmas night. They played on Christmas night. It was this electrifying game, man. Two great offenses, two great defenses. But man, my boy, Marlon Humphreys, he's one of the great friends of mine, man. He played corner. He got an amazing podcast. So shout out to his podcast. And all he does on that podcast, man, he do a great job doing that. My boy said he does not respect nobody on the 49ers team. And, and went there in the 49ers stadium all the way across the country and really stood on business and sit here and let them know, like, yes, I do not respect y'all. And I'm finna show y'all why I don't on the football field. He probably got respect for him as a man or whatever. But on that football field, that Ravens defense sent a message to their offense, and it was a, a damn good message. I'm talking about four turnovers, and both MVP quarterbacks playing. They made one, one MVP quarterback may not look like an MVP quarterback, 
But that's what great defenses do. And so, hey, Marlon Humphreys, you still don't business. See, like me, I'm not a guy that like to talk crazy and stuff like that because I got like a lot of respect for the teens. I don't want to disrespect no teen. I don't want to disrespect another human being. But I do understand where he's coming from. And man, he be spicing it up. You know what I'm saying? He be spicing it up. I just love the game so much. I just My personality is just a lot different from everybody's. But man, my boy still on business. And look, I might have to spice it up too. I do be talking about a little trash too a little bit in the game. I just don't bring it to the pod because it's like, you know, but it is what it is. I might start giving y'all a little juice of what I be doing out there, man, and really let y'all in on a lot of stuff. But I be trying to keep it professional, but hey, my boy Marlon kept it professional and stood by his word. I think if he would have went the opposite way, he would have probably still came back and was like, I still don't respect him. But hey, it's even better when you whoop some ass. You still don't bend as you went down and handled it. And they always say, the biggest thing that everybody always says, sometimes bullies get bullied. And that's just how I work in this league. Sometimes bullies get bullied. It happens. The Ravens came down there and bullied them boys. So, Man, they be talking a lot of trash all during the week when it's time to play to us. They ain't talking too crazy about Baltimore, so they must have been felt the, the presence of the Baltimore Ravens already before they even reached the field because they ain't want to try to bully them. They ain't want to run through their crowd. I don't know how the pregame was, but with no videos of them running through their through tunnel and, and trying to run through their drills and nothing like that. So, mm, that might be something they need to be looked into. I'm going to look deeper into that. So, but... Yeah, I like that kind of energy, yeah. Raven said, y'all play with us, we got something for you. I enjoyed it, one of the best games of the year for sure. Gotta love it, gotta love this type of football, gotta love it. So now we're on to the Cowboys. Two more teams with two MVP candidates at the quarterback position. I'm talking, and at the receiver position, it's an MVP candidate over there as well. Of course, you can't get Tyreek Hill. So this game means so much to me because the fact that the NFC East is back in our favor. It's back in our favor. We got the one at the one seed in our in the, in the NFC East. We got the division. We got to win out and do what we have to do to retain this division and then go back up and put another banner up. Hey, they've been always talking about Miami cannot be the playoff team. They just beat one. So I'm happy for Miami, man. Shout out to Miami, man. Y'all made it easier for us to go get this thing. I'm glad Miami beat them guys. So now we're the number two seed and we can be in a better position to, you know, maybe hope. We could get the number one seed, you know. Stuff got to fall in our favors for that to happen, you know. But uh, y'all got them boys. Y'all got the dub. Last but not least, the Kansas City Chiefs took a fat L at home. Jack Jones, early during the week, said, hey, you stopped the magician. The magic show is over with. And as you see, they stopped the magician. And you don't know if y'all know who the magician is. It is for sure Patrick Mahomes. And he still don't business as well. Like, these guys are talking real tough and standing on business. So, they spanked him at home. He caught a pick six and stared Mahomes down. A two-time MVP, a two-time Super Bowl champ, a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Like, arguably be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play this game. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about pick six, stared him down. Looked at him. He even fake gave a fan the ball. Even though it was a little kid. I wouldn't do a little kid like that. I don't know. Depending on how I'm feeling. Because it's not my home. You know what I'm saying? This Kansas City. If he was probably in Oakland, he'd probably get the ball away. But it's in Kansas City. I want to give it. You know what I'm saying? But 
He fake handed to him, the kid reached out for him, he snatched it back like, ah It really feel like the Grinch has really stole Christmas. They stole it. Except for our Christmas present, he ain't still ours. We got ours still. He stole all theirs on. So it's a great feeling for me. And I'm just sitting here telling you, like, there's no better feeling than them three teams losing. We, it, uh, it just gave me the rush. Like, I just love it. I just love it, man. Because, man, these are some of the hardest teams in the league, some of the best teams in the league, man. And watch them lose. Definitely, you know, all these teams got contenders to be, like, Super Bowl champions. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A lot of y'all might have seen a report. I know the media, man. Definitely Philly. Philly is ran by the media. Media go. That's the biggest thing around here is the media. Because there ain't nothing but sports here and media here for the Philadelphia Eagles and all the Philly teams around here. So I know y'all been seeing it. They saying right now that we might be looking like the most miserable 10-1 team at the time when they was talking. But now we like 11-4. Uh, so it's like, are we the most miserable team in the league? Now, we are not a miserable team. We just hold ourselves to a high standard that we're not playing at. And that comes with turnovers. Uh, bad defense. We was uh, playing bad defense together because uh, Philly for sure is known for having a great defense. We not been playing to the standard of our defense we want to. Our offense not been playing to the standard. Only standard that is getting played to, to the max is our special teams, man. Our special team is really playing lights out. I'm talking about Covey is a Pro Bowl candidate right now. Our gunners are making hell of a plays on special teams. We got a couple forced fumbles on special teams. I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on. But miserable. I won't say miserable. I will be say upset. We might be most upset 11 and 14 in the league. Like, we happy that we're 11 and 4, but like I've been saying all the time, we can easily be in a, a 8 and 18 because, you know what I'm saying, we just make a play here and make a play there. And we don't like that. I don't like that. So, yes, I'm upset, but miserable, no. Because we could be worse. We could be worse. I, I done been a part of some some worst teams. You know what I'm saying? I, I was three and something before. And and that's miserable. Going to work. And I ain't going to say not playing for nothing because at the time, all you do is playing for your check and your respect and your resume on the field, which is most important. But at the end of the day, you do want to win. Like, I want to win. I want to play for a meaningful games. When you three and 12, ain't nothing meaningful. You know what I'm saying? We were, so right now, what makes it still comfortable for us is that we still playing meaningful games and I see all the other stuff going on of course I know one of the main questions is 
all the guys having fun. Because last year, I know y'all saw the difference. A lot of guys were going live at the games. Guys were doing this at the games. And I can say this to be an honest guy from, you know what I'm saying, because I am an honest guy. We are having fun, but it's just that we take so much responsibility of playing so much better. So that's why the fact we don't come in like crazy celebrating. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I can say, bro, we're not celebrating the wins like we did last year. We're not celebrating them like how we did it last year. Last year, we was, like, happy about our wins because most of the time we was winning, we was, like, really opposing our will on opponents. Right now, every game feel like a, a shootout. So when we come in, I everybody say it's always tough to win this league. It is tough to win this league, but sometimes when you step on the field and you put player on player and you say, my player is better than this player, my player is better than that player, and we got a lot of guys that we could do that with, and the results still be a close game, you'd be like, what are we doing wrong? We got to fix this. So it can look like as in we're not having fun. We just hold ourselves to a standard that we're just not reaching right now. This was a tough game to like fully watch. You know what I'm saying? I watch the game when I'm playing, you know what I'm saying, a little bit after I get my corrections and all this kind of stuff. But this time I came like a fan of the game because I was not active. I was not on the defense side. I ain't had to go out there on the field. So I had to stand there and support my teammates. So this game was like hard to watch, watch. Like I had, a, I watched almost every play, every snap of all what was going on. It was hard. I'm talking about, I'm like, damn, man, can we get this shit going? I was, you know what I'm saying? On my sideline, what I do is, like every other week, I get lit. I don't know if y'all know what lit means. That means I be having fun. I try to be an uplifting teammate. I'm gassing everybody up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's time to go to war. So with me, this probably was my best time during the game when the intros come out. I wish I could get some video proof of all this going on. Every time they call out a dude name on the intro and they come out running, I'm like they biggest hype man. You know what I'm saying? They need to give me the mic to call these guys out because I can make the crowd go crazy. But of course, so every guy that come out, I'm celebrating. I'm cheering for them. We get to the sideline. My biggest thing I get to the sideline, I always say, Let's go make these guys feel our presence and whoop some motherfucking ass. That's my that's that's one of my biggest saying. Like I go down that whole sideline, dapping everybody up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I become a real, real team supporter during game day. Like I'm a all you guy. Like I'm cheering everybody else on. Cause the louder you get and the more serious you look, I don't know what to do for me, but it makes me feel good too. It's like I can go to work with this guy. So I'm trying to get this dude to the max of like getting ready to play, even though he'll always be ready to play. But I just want to gas folks up. That's what I do, man. I got to support my team. I'll be telling AJ, hey, AJ, you going for 150 today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hurts, you throwing for 300. JB, you getting two picks. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just gas up, man. You know, the tongue is a powerful word, man. You can speak stuff into existence. So I like to talk to my teammates. And and I talk shit to the other team. So while they was coming out the tunnel, I'm telling them, it's going to be a long goddamn night for y'all tonight. You know what I'm saying? Christmas Day, y'all finna go home bled, mad today. Y'all going home mad at Christmas. You know what I'm saying? You better go get ready to celebrate with your kids. You know, get ready to plan your trip to Mexico. You know, or Cabo. You know what I'm saying? While we get ready for these playoffs. That's what all the shit I be saying. You know what I'm saying? That's just a little in, little, little feel of what big play be going through. But yes, I'm I'm all I'm all gas, no breaks. I enjoy this game, man. That's just the passion and the love and the excitement I be having. I don't know if y'all catch me ever mic'd up, but I be having some great mic'd ups. I don't know y'all done seen a couple of them. I be lit all the time. So let's get into this offense, man. The offense played the best first half 
that they played all year. I'm talking about it was clean. I'm saying the protecting the ball, uh, Hurts making plays, AJ getting going, Smitty getting going. The run game was fantastic. You know, so offense catch a slant, Smitty going to the tub for the 40 piece. I think at least about 40 yards. My boy just cleared a thousand. Easily, my boy back in the thousand bracket again. You know, back to back seasons. That's what my boy do. Man, so he scored on that. And look, best play of all last night was OZ. Like, everybody need a, a full team of OZs. Like, guys that's willing to do the dirty work, guys that's ready to sacrifice. Like, you can see with OZ that he want to be the reason why the next man makes a big play. It don't have to be him making a big play. He want to be the reason why you made the big play. And if y'all saw him blocking a dude into the end zone, pancaking him, getting up, celebrating with Smitty, like, that's team ball right there. That's team bonding. That showed a connection. That showed so much love and passion for the game that the fact that OZ is not big. OZ like 5'10", about 185, whatever. But he played like he get, like he's a lion out there. You know what I'm saying? Like he got a heart big as a lion. And he's willing to block, catch the ball. Like OZ has been so clutch for us all year. I'm talking about all year, making plays all year. Anytime Hurts in trouble, he filled the company need to throw it to OZ on a lot of occasions. And a lot of them occasions, he scored or made the biggest play of the game. So I'm just saying OZ is stepping up tremendously. I'm talking about tremendously, man. Like I said, man, I'm sure everybody got an OZ, but as a team, you need like 10 to 20 OZs, man, because an unselfish player, they're hard to come by in this league because it's a production league. But, man, I got I to gotta commend OZ for that, man. So oh, shout out to OZ for doing what you're doing, man. Keep leading the way, man. I'm glad you're a part of this team because you are, you amazing, bro. You amazing, bro. It takes, it takes heart and dedication and a want to do what you did, man. You wanted to block that man, and you wanted Smitty to scope, and you wanted to be the reason why he scored, man. So, look, come join the defensive side because you need to be on the dark side right there, boy. You, you're, you're a dude, man. You're a dude, man. From, from the looks of it, your blocking power on man going to be a 99, and your hit stick power might be a 99 because you don't hit your home teammate. And Boston doesn't fumble often. You smack Boston, and Boston fumbles, so – you might got a hit power of 99-2 on man, so we got to get that fixed. But even though, man, hey, I like the joke, y'all. I, I like the joke. I know it's a serious matter. We turned the ball over. They scored in the next couple of plays. But all I know is OZ hitting power and blocking power need to be 99. So, yeah, so, like, the first half, they played amazing, man. So, the whole first half. Now we come back out. Halftime swing. We get the ball back. Come on, kick off. Like I said, my boy OZ put a hit stick on him, man. So, he put a hit stick on him, and I'm trying to tell you, I think the defense played within, you know, eight plays, seven plays uh, in the third quarter or whatever. And the score, next thing you know, I look up, the score is 20 to 18. Quick, you know what I'm saying? Of course, we get the ball back. I think we went three and out or whatever. When defense went out there, did what we did. I think then the offense came out and had one of a magnificent drive. I think the drive was like 15 plays, took about eight minutes off the clock. And, you know, of course, it ended with the Hurts throwing the pick six. That's the stuff we got to clean up, man. We got to clean up the turnovers. So that's really what's separating us from being so great as a team. And still to be 11-4 and four and be negative in the turnover battle and turnover ratio, it's crazy. I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy. Like, last year, 
while we was blowing team out, we was plus a lot in the turnover margin. But this, we are negative, and we still eleven and four. Like it's 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 wild, man. It's very very wild, man. It's getting done. I know everybody always say early in the year, Eagles find ways to win. Like we can't keep doing this because this is not gonna win playoff games. You know what I'm saying? This is not gonna win playoff games. Playoff teams do not turn the ball over. We and we gotta get better at taking the ball away a lot better. Even though we got to pick this week. We got to win the turnover battle margin every game to be the best we could possibly be. So that's a good bit about the offense, man. That's how I feel about the offense. The offense had a lot going on, man, a lot. So I know Nick, man, he very, very serious about his offense because he loves offense. He going to get them boys right. He going to get it fixed. And we going to be doing what we do, man. We going to get back to the team we need to be. It need to be fast. Now, I know y'all fans and all y'all be tired of just waiting, waiting, but it's going to get there. It will get there. I'm telling you, man. I trust and believe in these guys and these coaches. We're going to get a lot done. And Eagles fans, I got to address this. It's a must I address this. Can we please, please stop saying run the ball? I know we, I, I know, I understand where y'all coming from. Y'all want to help run the ball. Y'all want to run the ball, run the ball. It's cool. But when you say it, you kind of helping the other team out because we run the ball. Now they just sometimes blitz everybody. Stop the run. Like, I don't know how else y'all can do it, but can y'all please stop it? It's serious now. I remember back in 2020 when it was like 6,000 people in there from COVID and y'all was chanting that too one time. And I'm telling y'all, make it feel like it was 40,000 people in there. Y'all are very prideful of what y'all want. And with 70,000 people saying run the ball, look here. That shit sounds so damn loud that I can't even hear myself talk sometimes, but... Man, can we chill, please, y'all? Can we please chill with the run the ball chant? So now, let's get into the defense. Still on the Patricia. He's, you know, the improvement is getting there. As you see, the Giants had to bench your boy, DeVito. You know what I'm saying? Because Matty P, one thing about Matty P, if you're a quarterback, like, he loves to make great disguises. He loved to do a lot of crazy great things, sing all kind of pressure. He, he I know Matty, you know what I'm saying? Because I was there with him in Detroit, man. He got a great disguise pro um, call sheet. He has all kind of stuff built in coverages. So you just don't never know what's going to hit you. You know what I'm saying? So, and definitely with DeVito being a younger quarterback, easily just the best of game plan is to make him read the defense. So we made it hard for him to read the defense. And that's why they benched him and bring in a, a, a veteran like Tyrod that's very experienced, that understands defense, that done seen all the coverages, and does what we do. So we still improving under his defense, man. So, and I must say, we got better on third down because I know fans and the reporters, all y'all been asking is can they get better on third down? Can they third down defense, third down defense that? We got a lot better in a third down defense, a lot better. And the score would have been a lot different, you know, definitely, you know, offense. I'm not going to say handing them. 15 points. But I'm seeing saying as they had a turnover and open kickoff, got the ball at the 10. It scored on there, then the pick six. So overall, our defense played a very, very solid game. You know what I'm saying? Just a solid. Even though, man, everybody want to say, oh, it's the Giants. It's the Giants. This is the NFL team. Like, it's NFL players. They got one of the – Darren Waller's a damn great tight end. You know what I'm saying? If y'all ever seen Darren Waller, he's a he's – a, Freak of nature. Like, the dude is very athletic, run fast. You know, seeing him on film running past DBs, routing up DBs, like corners. So, they got dogs over there. And Saquon running, looking more healthy than he's ever been. As you see, they got a lot of big playability, man. You saw a guy named 
Darius Slayton. Everybody be always confusing us together, like, because he called himself Big Play Slay. I'm like, I'm the Big Play Slay. You know what I'm saying? I'm the vet. I've been here way longer. You know what I'm saying? That's my little homie. He cool people, man, but I'm the only Big Play Slay. Yeah, man, got to get up to the defense. And, man, look, Shaq, he's looking like himself again now. He's looking like himself. And I seen a report with him saying the coach rolled him off. You know what I'm saying? The, hey, all I know is another man trash can be another man's treasure. And right now, man, he played lights out with a sack, a couple of tackle for losses, running around, flying around. I don't know if y'all watched the game, man. From the sideline, he's getting the crowd lit. You know what I'm saying? And you can see the, the energy that he was giving into the stadium that, like, the crowd got even louder. You know what I'm saying? And the time, every time he mostly did it, man, he made a play. So Shaq played amazing, man. We had guys making hell of a plays. We got so many linebackers injured, man. It was so great to, to bring Shaq in to be an addition. Man, he stepped up big time, man. He getting a lot more reps. I think he getting very comfortable in the defense. And I can see him one day getting back to his all-pro level, man. And when he do, it's going to be hell to raise because, man, that kid can play ball, man. He run around flying. And he hit anything that's moving. So I'm low-key scared because I did just say he hit anything that's moving. And I be moving on the field. So please don't hit me. And shout out to my rook, man, Keely Ringo, man. He finally popped his cherry, man. He got him a first pick, man, in the game. Game ceiling one. Shout out to my young boy. Let's all give him a round of applause if you in here. Because that is big, man. Because I ain't catch my first pick until my second year in the league. I went goose egg the first year. Got two of them the second year, so it's good to go already start early because it's always hard to get that first one. When I say it's hard to get the first pick, it is hard to get it. So, man, my boy done finally got one, man. He's in the books. He in that turnover bracket with us, man. So, that's many more for my boy to come. He got amazing talent, man. He been playing lights out for these past two weeks. You know, I don't know if y'all be watching the PFF, PFF stuff. My boy numbers looking nice now. They looking nice. He keep doing it. He keep doing like I said, man, he got a bright, bright future in his league. So all my closing thoughts about the game, man, we got the dub, got into the locker room. I'm saying it was the, we got, we got to get it together. We already knew as a team, we locked in there. We excited about the win, of course. But it's hard to win in this league. And like I said, it didn't make us feel good. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said we didn't celebrate too crazy. We were just like, man, it's Christmas. Even on the Christmas week, nobody was jolly. It was nobody jolly about that. We were just like, we got to come in and work, attack Wednesday, and get ready for Arizona. And we're speaking of Arizona, we play Arizona this week, coming up New Year's Eve. Man, and we got Jonathan Gannon, our old DC, now head coach of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Great guy, man. So I know, I know he'll come in with a great game plan to stop our offense and try to do it. He going to try to for sure because he's been around this guy for so long. He was with him in Indianapolis for a couple of years. And, you know, and then he was over here with him for a couple of years. So he know Nick in, in, inside out. Wow, he knows him. He understands it. He knows his offensive philosophy. And, of course, Nick knows him very much well. So this is going to be a great battle, man. I'm sure Gannon want to come into, back into Philly, of course, to get the dub, man, and do what he got to do. But we can't let you do that, Gannon. I love you. One of the best DCs I've been a part of, man. Great dude, great coach. And he's a DB guy, so he loves to play DB. So, uh... Gannon, we can't let you leave with a dub. Y'all leave with an L. Y'all leave with an L, man. Their team is playing pretty well, man. Got Calabat. 
Kyler Murray playing over pretty well, throwing the ball good. You know, uh, you see he's still extending plays, running the ball. The ACL, it looks healthy. It looks healthy, man. You know, I got. I think that guy's got a bright future. And from what I'm hearing from other guys that's over there, over there at AZ, they love Gannon. And everybody always talking about with Gannon with the shoo, 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 shoo. That's just Gannon, man. That's really Gannon, man. You like a guy that really just loves football, man. He's a very, very passionate guy about the sport of game, the sport of football. And um, I look forward to definitely meeting him, man, seeing him again, dapping him up, catching up from old times, and, man, see how he been and how he enjoying being a new head coach. But Gannon, got to take this L because my birthday Monday. So you got to send me in my birthday in the right way. Now, before I go, y'all know I got to answer the fan question. I appreciate the support, man. All the guys that subscribing, that come join your boy, watch your boy. So it's only right that y'all continue to keep writing your questions in the comments, man, because I will get to them, man. So question number one is, how much you paying for water and Gatorade at the club? Hey, this is the good one. This is a good one, man. I know y'all like, I told y'all last week that I don't drink or nothing, all that kind of great stuff. But honestly, I pay the water is literally about $30, cause $30 or $40. I'm talking about it. It'd be expensive low-key because it'd be some Fiji water. It'd be some good water. So they come out there with a the little Fiji water. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get the Gatorade. They got it in there. But the Gatorade gonna be a solo. And that solo Gatorade be like five, $6. Cause you know, they be trying to tax and get the get the cap off the Gatorade in the store, man. They only bought it like a dollar fifty. You come into the club with a Gatorade, they charging you $5. So you know what I'm saying? So. It is what it is, cause your boy don't drink, so I got to stay hydrated. So yeah, man. So I say probably run me about sixty dollars instead of spending three thousand or to four thousand dollars worth of liquor. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saving a lot of damn money in it. So I'm saying y'all do the math. You know what I'm saying? I rather get hydrated drunk than actually drunk. <laughs> Question number two: If you could pick a scheme, what would it be? Do you feel comfortable in zone or man? Well. I'm an all-around corner, so it doesn't really matter what scheme I'm in, but I prefer a good mixture, though. You know what I'm saying? I want a good mixture of playing, you know, some cover four. If y'all don't know what that is, we call it quads or some man. That's one of my favorite two coverages. I like to play a lot, mostly, and you know what I'm saying? So if I could pick, that would probably be my main two. My zone call would be cover four, and I want to play man. Question number three. Slay, please tell us about your car collection. Ooh, hey. I'm not real big spinner on a lot of things, but I got some nice cars. So my first car I ever brought was a Challenger. You know what I'm saying? Um, I done finally gave it up, man. I got it in 2013. I gave it up to trade it in for my new baby. I just got a Ford Raptor, and she kind of like forest greenish type of mess with some nice black rims on it she's sexy you know she's sexy so i'll call her my forest you know i call her forest you know that's my forest baby so my next car this is one of my favorite ones i got a rolls royce and i call him batman you know what i'm saying of course it's a batmobile it's all black with the 4g rims on it looking very very nice one of my babies that's one of my favorite ones now my next favorite one is i got a g-wagon all red Black rims. You know what I'm saying? That's my baby though now. I, that's one of my kind of everydayish cars, but kind of not. But that is my baby. I just I whip her all the time. And G-Wagon is one of my favorite cars. So that's one of my first cars I brought when I got my new deal is a G-Wagon. Because I, I love G-Wagons. And then I got one of the last ones too. Because I'm thinking they stopped making them. That's my baby. 
But my favorite car, all my cars, I have a old school 1974 Chevy Caprice. And we call them, where I'm from, down south, we call them donks. So if y'all seen it, I got like this, it's kind of like a cream color with the gold rims on it. Y'all saw me drive it last year against, uh, you know, a couple games. Y'all saw it on my Instagram, whipping it, drop top on some 4G26s. Got some, got 412s in the back like Webby did back in his day. It, that's my baby. I'll drive it limit. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I'll drive it sometimes because, you know, you can't drive them cars all the time because they just too fresh, too new. You know what I'm saying? That's my baby. That's my heart and joy. No one of them cars you like, Go order part by part. Make sure it's perfect. Like, you know, it's like it's perfect. It's like if you could create a woman in your life, just everything you want, that's how you do it. That's how you do the old school cars. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be, you gotta make love to that one. And I made a lot of love to her. And that's my favorite car. That's my baby. That's my heart, my soul. I put a lot of money into her. I had her for at least 12 years. Just building her up slowly but surely. Got all the right parts to her. She looks amazing. So she's the baddest girl I got. That's all the questions I have for y'all today, man. I appreciate y'all putting y'all questions in the comments, man. Make sure y'all support and subscribe to your boy. Tell a friend to tell a friend to come join your boy. Definitely. Your boy birthday come Monday, man. So it's going to be a party on the podcast. So make sure you here and make sure you enjoy, man. So I will see y'all out there. Arizona, man, coming up. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. Thank you.